thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Christopher Media, let's make some noise. Welcome to Sporty, the show that gives you half-ass sports fans giving their half-ass opinions. Now, here are your hosts, Chris and Ridge. Oh, number four, we made it. Yeah. We're back. Had a little bit of a sabbatical, but we're here. Oh, last time we were together, Prince was still alive. The uh, Red Wings and the Pistons were both in the playoffs. Oh, Kurt Schilling still had a job. Oh, yeah. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. All right. It's recording this on, what, Monday? It's May 16th. We're not even going to try to play catch-up for the last four weeks. We're just going to jump into right now. Let's do it. Got the, the I think the, the big thing everyone's talking about well there's a couple things everyone's talking about well we'll start with the nice stuff first uh the nba playoffs you got the the western conference finals what everyone's talking about you got golden state warriors against the uh, oklahoma city thunder you got steph curry you got russell westbrook you got kevin durant you got draymond green i mean this is this will be seven game series man is this going to be more exciting than the finals? Uh, if Cleveland doesn't win, because <laughs> yeah. you got Cleveland in in Toronto in the Eastern, it, you know. Oh, if Toronto wins, NBA is going to be so bummed. Dude. If it's Toronto and Oklahoma City, it's just yeah. That's the sound of boners and ad executives <laughs> just deflating all across the land. Yeah, I can imagine that won't go over very well. Adam Silver's got to be rubbing his nipples, going, please, just hoping for it. He's going to call in Jeff Galoui to see, who'd you hire to fucking take out Nancy Kerrigan here? Take out the whole Toronto starting five. Just take them out. But you could look at it, too, from a, but from a media market standpoint. This is turd Final Four. I mean, really, at Cleveland, Toronto... San Francisco, well, the Bay Area, and uh, Oklahoma City. Bay Area's got to win out of those four, though. As, to, as far as media markets go, yeah. I mean, it's that's probably why they're hoping for LeBron versus Steph Curry. Well, Cleveland... So, so it'll be something the whole country can get into. Cleveland had a, a very well-timed 30 for 30 just come out. So I think that was kind of like the uh, the curse of the Bambino that come out in early 2004 before the, uh, the HBO documentary before the 2004 baseball season that kind of gave Boston a little bit more sympathy. I think that they planned it that way. Like, let's, let's release this around the time of the... Hopefully, LeBron working into the finals. But yeah, And then... Uh yeah, the whole stuff with what was it, it was last week, right? With the MVP stuff. Yeah, LeBron. Yeah. Like, what? What is this? Is LeBron on his period this year? Like, is he? Is he pissed? He went back to Cleveland. What's going on? Like, he got, he got a thirty and eleven coach fired. I still don't understand that one. <laughs> like, he. Uh, well, at least this this wasn't like his former teammate that was fucking his mom, but just I a know. coach he didn't like. I know, right? Dude, did, did they ever prove that? Dude, whatever. It's it's perception's reality in this world. Is it th- where there's smoke, there's fire? Oh, dude, dude, it's it's a it's a fucking it's a room, it's a locker room full of alpha males. Okay? And LeBron may be like King Dingaling swinging around when he's on the court, but I don't think he's like the main ball buster in the locker room. Oh no. Man. I, I I think he's part he's more comfortable part of the crew. You know what I'm saying? As than the leader of the the, the three ring circus. So I'm pretty sure he got his balls busted. That's <laughs> yeah. all that matters. I mean, dude, the fucker says it about his hairline. You're LeBron. How many millions do you have? Call fucking hair club for men. Fuck out of yeah. here with this fucking sweatband. Like, we don't know what the fuck is underneath that. Shave your head like every other NBA player. Yeah, you're a black guy. You get away with that. Even the white guys do now, LeBron. It's okay. <laughs> Actually, that might, not, that might make it not okay. Uh, yeah, it's true. 
Like, I don't know, man. Uh, I know. I mean, just from pure interest, I would rather see fucking, obviously, the marquee matchup. You know, Cleveland and Golden State. That's what I would rather see. But then again, I'm, I am i don't even call myself a casual NBA fan. I talk about the NBA and I pay somewhat attention to it because of this show. It's not a sport that's on my radar. Uh... Same, same here. I mean, I know. Like, should we just call this like two white guys and just never talk about the NBA? <laughs> uh, see, LeBron talking about. I think you think he's going to play till later on in his thirties. Well, I mean, it's already started, sir. You're thirty-one, so uh, yeah, it's all downhill from here, bud. He's, he's still talking, closer to thirty than forty. He's got a while to go. Talk about another five, you know, two and a half. Nah, I think he could. I think he could stretch another five to where he's. Damn, he's got eleven year old. Oh, he started fucking young, sir. I guess yes, so. Did. Yes, he did. He's got eleven year old, eight year old. But yeah, I think he could stretch another five out of it easy before he stops being relevant and he just is coasting on his name like some player that just retired, Kobe. <laughs> but you know, I don't think LeBron's going to end up in that category. As I'll tell you what, uh, Tim Duncan, you know, who right now is in limbo. I, I know, know right? that motherfucker was still playing. Like, someone brought it up. I'm like, what? He hasn't retired yet? I was waiting to see, like... Then I found out Ginobili and Parker still playing. I'm like, what? (laughs) And the Spurs are so good. They're they're solid, dude. They are solid. They are the Red Wings of the NBA. They're only, like, two years out of a championship, right? They were champion before Golden State won, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what's crazy. Against the Heat, which was... You know, that, that, that took a couple inches off his fucking LeBron's hairline. Yeah. Dude, that's just a solid team, man. That's just a solid, steady-as-you-go team that flies under the red. They're like, I don't want, the Red Wings is not a good, they're like the Patriots. You know they're not going to win it every year. But they're just always good. They're always in the mix. They draft well. Yeah. Even even when even when Brady went down and what was it Castle was his backup and Cat- threw him out there. Even when you had Jimmy Garoppolo, yeah. you're gonna fucking have again. Tom Brady. Tom Brady is maybe the last quarterback in the history of the NFL to give white boys hope they can play wide receiver. He's that good. But still, yeah, I know because Wes Welker left the Patriots. He ain't been shit. No, and he went to the other white boy he thought was going to do it for him, Peyton Manning. Yeah. Manning was like, no, sorry. No, this is my show. <laughs> don't work that way. I don't make no stars in the white boys. Any black receivers. <laughs> wow, that's just that's just not racist at all. We're just starting off on the right foot here. Hey, man, it's true. Well, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, you can count how many white running Come backs on. there are. It's Peyton to Marvin. Peyton to Reggie. Yep. For um, so many years. Oh, yeah, yeah. But Broncos, who's the, who's, who's the white guy? <laughs> who's the white guy downfield? You ain't Dallas Clark. That's the only honky I'm used to throwing to. I can't see him. He's blending in. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping for the marquee matchup just because it, it, it hopefully some, some fireworks will get started. I don't know, man. It, the NBA is, uh, I mean, I know there's teams that hate each other and players that hate each other, but it just seems so friendly these days. Like, I, I, I can't get over that, you know, like trading jerseys and hugging and, hey, look, side my shoes. the good old days of Ron Artest running into the stands. And punching a fan. Not even that. Just I mean, <laughs> what happened to like like the like the eighties? And I can't Want believe some bad boys I, I, yeah, like people like, talking like, about Bill Lambeer's mother. Hatred, hatred. Two teams that hated each other. Celtics and Pistons hated each other. Well, everybody hated the Pistons, but you know, I mean, there was like those were. You can tell that they did not want the other team to win. It. And not just because they wanted to win. They just hated the other team. They hated losing to that team more than they loved winning. I guess that's what I don't see as much anymore. I see a lot of people who rather win than hate to lose. And to me, I think hating to lose is a little bit more of a legitimate way to go about it. Yeah, you know-
know what I'm saying? Like real hate, man. That's like an art form, man. You know, it's like you like I had to slow it down <laughs> for <laughs> copyright myself, issues. You know, a lot of cats think they hate, man. I mean, I'm mad. You know, I'm mad at everything, man. You know, brother got a nice car, man. Why you got a car, man? I only got one car. Why you got? Why you got three cars or a wife or all that, man? I mean, that's played out, man. I hate on a nigga till he's totally broke and ain't got nothing like me. You know what I'm saying? Cause uh, yeah, that's what real hating is all about, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I love that skit. I was hoping to get just, I hate you. I hate you. I don't even know who you are, but I hate you. Yeah. <laughs> so you're not you're not feeling the love of the new shiny, happy NBA? No, not at all. Not at all. I'm, I'm, I'm having I'm, old school beef. People can stab on the way to the bus. You know, it, it, yeah. I kind of want it <laughs> like that. Bill, Bill Hicks said he wants his rock stars dead. I kind of want my NBA players to be a little bit gangster, you know? I mean, come so you on. like that guy fucking LeBron's mom. <laughs> yeah, that kind of yeah. is. It's like, yeah, how many times is he going to pass the ball to that motherfucker? Well, Not who side often. were you on with uh, Swaggy P and whatever the fuck his name was? Uh, his boy should have just... First of all, I got hacked. Kiss my ass, you got hacked, motherfucker. You fucking posted that shit because you're stupid. Because you're part of a generation who lives its entire life in the spotlight, and you think that's how it should be. Dummy, you are a professional fucking athlete. You can't do that anymore. It's the Johnny Manziel effect. I can't party at my house. I got a party where people are going to take pictures of me fucking doing coke off of strippers' asses right after rehab. Oh, he's in big trouble since we last talked. He's been indicted. For slapping a girl? Yeah. Uh, I'm not even going to... Listen to Bill Burr's thoughts on that, and that's all I'm going to say on that. Yeah. Once again, Cleveland, they... Man, Cleveland just taking them a beating. <laughs> they've, they've been used to it for over 50 years now. Last championship they had, Jim Brown was on that team. That fucker's like going to be 80 soon. Does that tell you how long ago that shit was? And we see him on TV, don't look day over 50. No, he really don't, man. That, that, that's that another stereotype you never hear brothers bitching about is black don't crack. That brother throw you down and beat your ass right now. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, I had that friend who was like, I hate Joey Harrington. I think he's a bitch. He's a punk. I kick his ass. I'm like, Joey Harrington would wipe the floor with you, dude. He's a professional athlete who has worked out every mm-hmm. day of his life. What do you do? You sit here, smoke weed, and talk about how you can kick Joey Harrington's ass. Eat That's donuts. what you do. Exactly. Have another bong rip. Shut the fuck up. You ain't, <laughs> yeah. you ain't whipping shit. Yeah, but, you know, enough about basketball. I mean, we, we talked about the matchups. Uh, I think we gave it to the obligatory nod. I don't think you're fucking with Golden State this year. Just That's the one thing I have been paying attention to. I think we both agreed from the first episode, it's Golden State's to lose. Yeah. It's no one else's to win. It's theirs to lose. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they're, the best, they're the best team ever as far as record goes at this point. There's 72 Dolphins of <laughs> the NBA. And uh, Steph Curry, unanimous MVP. I mean... You know, that's something I... That's something I did pay attention to. I'm glad that that happened because I'm real tired of this attitude in sports that where nothing can be unanimous. Like, the, no one's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No one's this. I have to vote against it. Why? We all know he was the best player in the NBA. We know that. Vote accordingly. Why do, Why are we hung up on, no, 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 no. We have to have to have a contrarian in the group just because. Just sit down, shut up. You know who the fucking best player was. Oh, yeah, this year, absolutely. There's, there's no fucking... All you heard about even all the, season. Even the 96 Steph Bulls. Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry, Steph Curry. Even the 96 Bulls, two people voted for Penny Hardaway. <laughs> really? Really? The two former sports writers? Oh, two guys who now talk about when they used to be a sports writer back 20 years ago? I, I, I just, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. But this is why I don't have a vote in these things. So, so the other big news, we did the nice. And now we can talk about the naughty. There's a fight. Yesterday in, uh, where were they playing? Were they in they Toronto? Were they were in Texas. I think they were in Texas. Aren't the Blue Jays supposed to be a bunch of docile Canadians? 
That's <laughs> just where the team resides. Yeah. That's how Dominicans. The ALDS. That's where Jose Bautista had the bat flip that we saw over and over again. Bautista's going to second. Comes in hot. So this all started over what a slide. Yeah, to break up a double play. Everywhere, Kevin Pillar, Josh Donaldson, flying in there to help their teammate. So has there been beef with these two teams all season, or what's going on? Well, last year during the uh, ALDCS, um, Batista hit a home run, and he did a, he did a bat flip, and, you know, you're not supposed to do that. It's one of the unwritten rules in, in baseball. It's, it's disrespect, blah, blah, blah. So some people on the Rangers took exception to it. Now he slides in hard to second to break up a double play. So it's more like they got beef with Bautista, the whole the whole Rangers organization. Yeah, but I mean, you know how it is. Everybody took a fucking page out of uh, D'Antonio's book, and uh, you know it's the disrespect card. They're disrespecting us. They're disrespecting us. So the whole team, you know, uses you know me. Material. Yeah, they use his billboard material. Um, but yeah, I so. You know what happened? You, he went in the second hard, hopped up. Other player had a fucking uh, took exception to it, threw a punch that landed. I'm like, mm-hmm. damn! Apparently, you never fuck with a Texas Ranger player because the last time I remember the Rangers getting into a brawl like this, Robin Ventura charged the mound, and Nolan Ryan's like 45 year old ass. Put him in a headlock and worked that motherfucker. I remember over. that shit when I was a little kid. It just worked them, dude. Rangers proven. Don't mess with Texas. Pretty much, man. <laughs> like, you won't even remember the Alamo after they get done whooping your ass. It's fucking bad, dude. Was there a consensus as to who won that fight yesterday, or did the, the umps break it up? It was pretty much a good sol- one solid punch landed in a bunch of, you know, stop it, slap, you know, baseball bullshit. It was not... So they got back at Bautista is what they wanted to do. I, I Somebody mean, finally popped him in the face. I guess. But, I mean, still, <laughs> baseball has a bunch of unwritten rules. And to a certain extent, I respect them. Don't bunt to break up a no-hitter or a perfect game. You know, uh, don't talk to a pitcher unless he talks to you. If he's pitching a no-hitter or a perfect game, you know, shit like that. None of these are in the rule book. But, you know, <sighs> a guy flipping a bat... And, like, watching a home run he just hit, that is somehow disrespectful. Well, then why don't they, why, why doesn't half the league try to beat the shit out of David Ortiz? Oh, that's right. Because that's a big biscuit-eating motherfucker who would stomp their ass into the ground. <laughs> yeah. Batista's not, I mean, he's an athlete, so of course he's in great shape, but he ain't David Ortiz. That motherfucker could climb the Empire State Building. <laughs> oh. And, and it would be, and, 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 and you'd, you would not be shocked. I mean, it's just a big motherfucker. He's probably like, what, 6'4, 300 pounds, and that's mostly muscle? Look at the bat involved. I just seriously so breaking half so we can have a stick in each hand. <laughs> I don't know the whole oh the they disrespected us. He flipped the bat and he watched his home run. You know, all stop right. being a puss. You got beat. Then you know what you do? You drill him the next time he's at bat. You save yourself three pitches and you hit him with the first one. Put him on first and get it the fuck over with. I think it was Don Drysdale said that. Said, "Why would I waste four pitches to watch one when I can hit him? Put him on first with one, <laughs> you know." And that's just what you got to do, man. And then if Batista doesn't like it, then then you can then you can you know meet in the middle for your little fucking dance and slap fight that they have in baseball. And I don't think I've really seen a good. I mean, that is probably the best baseball brawl I've seen in a better part of a decade. I think oh. in, in two thousand five, between two teams in two thousand five who absolutely had nothing going for them. Kansas City Royals and Detroit Tigers. Farnsworth hit a fucking 
guy on Kansas City, he charged him out, and and Kyle Farnsworth picked up the Kansas City player and like suplexed him into the ground, did some WWE shit, and put him into the ground. And we were like, "Oh shit!" Like we couldn't believe it. We thought it was the greatest thing ever. You know, when we saw it on, on Sports Center in the highlights. So yeah, we'll that's a good that's, that's we'll... a good baseball fight. Whereas, what? Just watch hockey. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's like you know, it's like I saw I saw a meme earlier today, and I think it, it, it really is true. It was like baseball fans are like, "Oh, what a great brawl!" and it showed two hockey fa- like players with all their teeth missing, smiling at each other, like during a fight, and they were mm-hmm. like, "Oh, aren't you guys cute?" You yeah. know, and it's like, "Yeah, dude, come on, man." That's like you know. It'd be like an NBA player getting into like a little pushing and shoving, talking about you know, ooh, that was like an MMA fight. I think Conor McGregor would have something to say to you about that. In fact, step your ass in the ring with him. Let's see what you can do. You know. Well, I mean, that's, that's kind of the same attitude I have when I go to New York. You, know, you guys have a nice, nice, nice attempt at a bad attitude out here. <laughs> like, where I'm from? How about uh, uh, Bryce Harper getting bounced because of the shit he did at the Tiger game? Uh, he got he got ejected from the the Tiger game, uh, like in the ninth inning, and still stayed in the dugout. And then when the Nationals won, he came out onto the field and celebrated. He got so he got ejected because he was supposed to be out on the field. Did he did he put on like a little uh, a disguise at least, like Bobby Valentine did at one time when he put the little mustache on, tried to act like he wasn't Bobby Valentine? <laughs> oh, really? You never seen that? No. I, I, oh, I got to see this now. He was uh, manager of the Mets. And he had gotten thrown out of the game, and he went he went down the, <laughs> to the locker room. Bobby Valentine mustache is a term. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and he's and he's sitting there watching the game, and like no one's gonna notice that's not him, motherfucker. You're Bobby Valentine from MLB.com. MLB Network remembers June 1999. On June 9, 1999, the Mets beat Toronto 4-3 in 14 innings. There were no particularly great pitching or hitting performances during the game. So why are we remembering it? Well, because in the 12th inning, Mike Piazza was called for catcher's interference. Mets manager Bobby Valentine was ejected for arguing the call. Still, so far, nothing all that extraordinary. But here's where it gets interesting. Instead of watching the rest of the game from the clubhouse, Valentine had another idea. Several minutes after being tossed, Bobby V showed up in the dugout looking like this. Bobby Valentine the dugout. Like what? <laughs> <laughs> His bizarre Groucho marks with sunglasses. <laughs> I know, and it's at night, too, in an extra innings game, and he's wearing sunglasses. <laughs> but here at the MLB Network, we believe it's always worth noting when a manager dons a disguise during a game. Now, we're unable to note any other occasion when this actually... Did you just draw it on with the shit you put on under your eyes? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it is eye black. I never thought of that. On June 9th, 1999... <laughs> I don't like... Can you? Okay, none of the bench coaches, none of the players... Hey, Skip, you might want to go back into the locker room. Come on, man. See, I, I kind of wonder if that was on purpose on his end, just to break up the monotony of a baseball season to his guys. How long did it take you to grow that mustache? <laughs> <laughs> Here's the Mets. 
It's not, it's not the Mets of, that are of right now. It was the Mets in the late 90s. Was that the year that they went to the... Didn't they go to the series in 2000? Or in 99? Against the Yankees? Weren't we in specs watching that? No, I don't think that was the Subway series. Was that 2000? When the Subway series happened, I was living in Kalamazoo. So yeah, I think it, so was, it was... It had to be 2000. Post-2000. Oh, hey. I heard there's this thing called the internet. <laughs> I could look it up on Enjoyed Nirvana. I can look this up. Two thousand World Series. Two thousand. Okay. Yeah, Yankees Mets. The Bronx versus Queens. Brooklyn. Fuck you. You don't get a baseball team. And move yours to L.A. Yeah, I know, right? It, it's weird that everyone's fucking Yankees fans, and everyone mostly lives in Mets territory. That's because a lot of people are front-running douchebags. Yeah. Seriously, honestly. I, it, season tickets, 2005, Detroit Tigers. Lots of seats to choose from. And nobody was... No usher was ever going, wait a minute, your seats are in the skyline, the $5 seats. When I sat behind You're home You're sitting plate, on Woodward Avenue. Yeah, no, none of that. I'd sit, I'd sit literally behind home plate, and no one would even look at me. Not even twice. I got so close to the dugout one time. It was, I remember it was, it was uh, Tigers and uh, bumming a smoke from Leland. No, it was tight. No, Leland. This was when Trammell was still. Uh, oh, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. But we were sitting on the Orioles side where the dugout is, so along the uh, first baseline, and a kid leaned over and was like, like a foul ball got hit into the dugout, and a kid was trying to grab it. And one of the Oriole players grabbed it and then sat back down. And he was like, can I get that ball? Can I get that ball, mister? Excuse me, sir, can I get that ball? And, uh, I mean, I might have had a couple, you know, drinks at the time. And I was like, give him the fucking ball. And all of a sudden, I just saw the ball fly out of the dugout to the kid's hand. <laughs> that was with a $5 seat. I, I know all about bandwagon fans, trust me. It's back when you'd buy a $5 pizza, get a $5 seat. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Giving away the tickets. That shit's gone now. Well, uh, actually, did you hear that uh, well, there, uh, Atlanta, the the Atlanta what? Falcons are slashing their concession prices? Uh, we were going to talk about that, but I said, well, we're okay. still on the baseball. I mean, we're, we're, we're talking. Should, should should we address it? The, the dumpster fire that is the 2016 <laughs> Detroit Tigers team. Oh God. Uh, I don't even know where to start, man. I mean, it is not even June 1st, and they have already been talking about fucking firing the manager for a month. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't think Awesomeness is going to survive survive the year. It's 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 very much like uh this is audio from the Tigers last week. <laughs> Actual audio. The game where game where we lost one nothing. Jeez. Dude, where, where's my where's your run support? Dude, your run support. Where is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Remember when Scherzer was on the team and he would get massive run support and never need it? Hey, remember when he struck out 20 Tigers last week? Oh, God, dude. <laughs> oh. Just another in a long tradition of former players coming back to just butt fuck their former team here in Detroit. I cannot believe it. Why'd we let that guy get away? Should have kept that man. Too much money. Too much money. They saw what happened with Verlander. And he was like, pitching above his that. pay scale. It's true. Yeah, but he made the right move for a pitcher his age, if you ask me. He moved from the American League to the National League. 
most pitchers that move from the National League to the American League find out that not pitching against a person who never hits but once every five days, it, it's not going to do it. You know, hitting against a, having to pitch against a DH is going to fuck your fucking your stat lineup. And Scherzer went from American League back to actually he, he did come from National League, come from Arizona back to the National League. So he did the right move for him. But I don't think Scherzer wanted to be here. I think it was a David Price thing. Except for I think Scherzer actually liked people here, whereas David Price was just fuck Detroit. It, yeah. So uh, you think Osmus is going to see the, the All-Star break? Uh, uh, depends on his June. I don't know, man. It's it's all up to Al, 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 Avila. Avila? I don't know. It's Avila when he played. His son's name's the same, but we call him Avila, so whatever. Uh, it's all up to him, and I'm not really sure what kind of general manager he is. Um, I do know that I think there's going to be... I mean, if this season goes down in absolute flames, there's going to be some sort of... There, sh- there has to be. There should be some sort of fire sale. I heard on one of the sports stations today, uh, I don't know if you remember which one, but we're still on your topic. Uh... Who do you think? Well, I don't think they they took calls. I think they mentioned it. Who do you think the next uh, coach is going to be fired in Detroit's going to be? Oh, I mean, Blashill will get one more season unless who? Oh, no. Blashill, Jeff Blashill, Red Wings, Wings. Wings. Oh man, I'm behind on hockey. Apparently, Babcock's not our coach anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Babcock's in Toronto, man. Damn. Another dumpster fire, but he's slowly trying to re- re- put something together with. Uh, I think Shanahan's their uh, their GM out there, or president of uh, operations, or something like that. And all these other Red Wings are going to front offices and killing it. Exactly, exactly. Which shows you that, that, that it, Ken Holland was a good GM at one point. I think he's lost it. But anyways, I think it's definitely Awesomeness. I, I Awesomeness. We'll, we'll, if it's a dumpster fire and it's really bad, I mean, if it's really bad, he'll get it this during the season. I don't think Van Gundy's getting fired anytime no, soon. No, um, Caldwell. Just because depends on the season. The Quite season honestly, starts. So, it's number three. It starts so later. I think he's first on the hot, hot seats. Awesomeness, Caldwell, Blashill, and then Van Gundy. I think is pretty pretty secure. There was actually yeah. forward progress. Yeah, there's forward progress in Van Gundy. He's yeah. he's probably the safest. You know, the wings plateaued and have plateaued. They're they're in the playoffs, but they're out in the first round for two years in a row. Tigers are actually regressing, and the Lions are the Lions. They're just yes. <laughs> I don't know how anyone. That's the team song. I just don't. I know. Fuck it. Forward <laughs> down yeah. the field. No, no, just, just play just that. Play that. <laughs> it's shorter. You only got to hire a tuba player. You don't need a band and a singer. Well, on top of that, because you know every time they like score, something bad's going to happen when the other team <laughs> yeah, gets the ball. Exactly. So, hey, we scored. Wah, wah. It's like Debbie Downer, like, oh, God, now put our defense out there. Put our special Was teams out there. 2010 with the process? Hey, you won. <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> oh, you got to be a little bit quicker than that. You got to be a little bit yeah. quicker than that. Yeah, like the commercial. Like, yeah. dollar. <laughs> No, but yeah, definitely Osmus is, is number one on that hot seat. And I mean, he should be. But then again, I don't know why he was hired. If you want him, he the only team he had ever managed in baseball was his son's Little League team. No. His wife's softball team. The Israeli team in the World Baseball Classic. Really? 
And that's not an Israel. An Israel the team Israel didn't have Sandy Koufax as their number one pitcher, okay? <laughs> Who the fuck was on Team Israel? I don't know. Anybody? Crickets. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. That's how come they were comfortable making him the manager of that. So why we would put him in there? I get like, it. Are Jews in sports joke I'm too tired to make? <laughs> but seriously, I mean, I get it. They put him in there because, well, he's, you know, you got a good baseball mind. And like a lot of guys, Leland before him, a lot of managers, he was a catcher. Catchers, you tend to be the quarterback on the field. So they understand, like, hey, man, I say to how you, the game goes. Is whatever job you got hired for, where they got hired for the shit you thought you could do. Most of the jobs I've ever got hired for, I got hired on what I had done before. Yeah. Or we're currently capable of doing. You know the job. You know the job I got hired on to be uh, of what they think I could do. My first job. Hey, yeah. <laughs> we think you can answer phones and make pizzas. Fifteen-year-old Chris. We we think that. Well, for me, it was. We think that you'll actually be able to run a register and restring guitars and tune them. <laughs> yeah. And I was, so yeah. Like for baseball, shouldn't his first gig should be like, we think you can manage the Toledo Mudhens. Exactly, exactly, exactly. Make him a bench coach. You yeah, know? or we think you can be the first base coach for the fucking the Lansing Lugnuts. You know, shouldn't it be something like that? It, it's just, I, I don't get it. But then again, we and we've, we've kind of touched on this before, Detroit, especially Mr. Illich, He's a very loyal guy to his to, to people in sports, and all I can say is when I when, Brandon Inch when Awesomeness <laughs> when Awesomeness was here before as a player, he must have Mister I must have really liked him. He's got some pictures of him. Maybe gave him a handy. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> that's not a mental picture I want right there. But yeah, pretty boy Awesomeness. Yeah, he's definitely I think on the way out. He's 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 the one that's got to be he's got to be on the hot seat more than even Caldwell. Man, Caldwell is. Caldwell is just, he's there. Like, I, I honestly think he's a, he's a stopgap measure. He is just a placeholder until a better coach comes along. He's there just to not have a worse record than the year before. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, hey, 500, keep the asses in the seats. Don't fucking, don't tank too bad, and you have a job until we find something better. You know, and people are like, oh, well, he, he was, he, he, he went to the Super Bowl. He went to the Super Bowl with someone else's team. Yeah. I mean, let's He be went honest. to school. Yeah, he would, took Tony Dungy 2.0 to the playoffs. Exactly. And, like, same thing with Gruden. I like Gruden. But Gruden, he's a, he's a Super Bowl winning coach with Tony Dungy's guys and his defense. And, and so they say Tony Dungy should have three more rings than he has. And Monty, two more rings. Yeah, and Monty Kiffin's fucking defense. And and yeah, so don't give me that shit. He didn't fucking do a whole lot. He knew what play the Raiders would go to because he had fucking taught Gannon that play himself and beat it in. And he didn't change the offense up when the new coach come in. Well, I think we all know. I think the NFL kind of maybe has Gruden's number because you've seen how many coaching vacancies have come up in the last five years and John Gruden just keeps showing up on Monday Night Football but it never gets presented at that it always gets presented as no oh, he's happy he's staying yeah he wants no it's he, probably his publicist spending it because his phone ain't ringing thank you thank you it's it's all bullshit spin because yeah he's like uh well what if I did put myself out there what if I did quit what if I went all in and quit Monday Night Football and said I want to get back into coaching what would happen if he didn't get hired? He'd look like a fucking idiot. Jacksonville Jaguars. Oh, God. Jesus. But, yeah, I mean, he'd look like a fucking idiot. And these guys' egos are huge. There's no way he could take that hit. 
especially Gruden, one of the 50 most beautiful people, blah, blah, blah. That motherfucker was happy about being named one of the 50 most beautiful people hey man, in 2002. Just, you, just be happy with your cushy TV gig and fuck, you know, strange mills. You know, what is for, it, Tony, Tony? For 17 weeks at the end of the year, you know? <laughs> no, he's a happily married man. I'm sure none of that happens in his family. Come on now. I'm I'm sure. This is, hey, we already know his publicist is lying. <laughs> um, but my, Mike Tirico, didn't he just fucking quit Monday Night Football? Didn't he leave ESPN? Oh, he did? Before I thought I heard that. Mike. Boy, I'm, I'm really going out on a limb on that one if I don't have confirmation. Ah, he's going to NBC Sports. I, okay, I did. Th- I thought I heard that. Yeah. Oh, he's expected to be the play-by-play guy. Oh, Thursday Night Football, moving to NBC. Good. I can watch it on the road. I don't, <laughs> the hotel doesn't get the NFL Network. I won't be fucked. Yeah, I know, right? But yeah, uh, I mean, so that that leaves a. Obviously, we don't know because we just confirmed to ourselves that he left Monday Night Football. They can't give that to Gruden to be the number one guy. Oh, now, so now we got to go down this rabbit hole. I'm just saying, Gruden is not a number one guy. I mean, he's a solid color guy, but oh no, they they they're rubbing his cock, or do they do it every draft with Mike or John Gruden's football camp? Yeah, quarterback camp or quarterback camp? Yeah, ever since he's been on, I think ever since he's left, actually the Bucks. Well, since he was fired, I think he's done it. Okay, so it wasn't just like they're they're fluffing him up, giving him his own little segment. No, 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 it goes back quite a few years. I remember him. Uh, <laughs> so you have here, you go blah blah blah, and then you go. 48 left, Oklahoma right, 15 YX into the out slant and blah, blah. What were you thinking here? And I'm just going, I don't understand what none of that shit means, dude. You realize that we're not fucking professional athletes, right? But it's a fun show to watch because, I mean, he has all the, the top quarterbacks you think that were going to be, you know, mm-hmm. in the draft. I mean, is Gruden even still in? Oh, I guess somebody's been announced. Yeah, Sean McDonough will be replacing Mike Tirico. It's May 9th, so it's been out for like a week. Oh, <laughs> Hey, the casual, it's the it's it's sports podcast for the casual sports fan. Exactly. And we are keeping it real fucking casual this week. <laughs> keeping it 100, son. When are they going to move this shit back to free TV? Never. Never? Nah, no. It's it's like it's like anything else. Once they find out you'll pay for it, they never give it back to you. We'll never not have to have health insurance in some way ever again. It's just like car insurance. New Hampshire is the last state in the fucking in the U.S. where you don't have to have car insurance. And when that state goes, there will never again be a time in this country where you do not have to carry car insurance to drive a car to register it. Hey, man, I got one. I have a retort to what you just said. What's up? Porn. We figured that shit out. <laughs> don't get in the way of jerking off. Free entertainment. Free entertainment is basically people just look at it like it's free anymore. I know, right? Like, it, it's amazing to me. I can't count how many people who I don't think are technologically savvy enough to hop online and cover their tracks to go download a good copy of a movie still in theaters that say, eh, I'll just download it and watch it. I'm like, you don't know what a proxy is. You don't know what a, a, a Tor browser is. You don't know none of this shit. Where I, Got two words for you. Peer blocker. I'm just saying, they don't care. That's how much they don't care. That's how much it's not that big of a deal to steal this shit anymore. Dude, we got a letter from our internet provider. I remember you telling me this. Yeah, yeah it was crazy. Like, Aaron downloaded a movie and didn't have his peer blocker on. And the internet provider was like, hey, you downloaded copyrighted material. We saw that. <laughs> don't do that anymore. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, too, but also, it was, it was a real big brothery moment. It's like, damn. But, I know, right? But you forget. I mean, everything on computers is tracked. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, everything you do on computers is tracked. Oh. Yeah, that's where you, you, you have to... Not that I know anything about this. I'm just... So my I'm search history is in my early 20s. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still sp- out there. <laughs> I'm speaking hypothetically. If I mean, that's how come you have to not put anything onto your computer... If you if it's a streaming site and you just watch something that someone else broke the copyright by posting it, I don't think they can legally come after you. If you download it, then you're taking possession of it. Yeah. Then you're taking possession of it illegally because I've heard stories that if you don't want to pay for the NFL network or you don't want to get the Sunday ticket. Stories, they, you say. That you can go online and there are sites that stream every football game. And you can even watch it too. You you can watch it from let's say it's Detroit and Tampa. You can either watch the Detroit broadcast if it's a local one, or you can watch the Tampa broadcast. Well, we had a discussion similar like this on the Weisman podcast Tuesday and Fridays, ChristopherMedia.net and iTunes. But uh, it was nowadays if you're paying for something, you're just paying for a convenience. Like there's there's two class of people downloading anymore. It's fuck that. I'm getting it for free. I don't want to pay for it. And there's like, I could get it for free, but I would just pay a couple bucks for the convenience of getting it and downloading it, and I'll be watching it within 120 seconds. And you and, and of deciding I want to watch it instead of the you know they know the effort the free version takes, and it's going to. I'm starting to fall in that category lately. Like man, then I got to go and look it up, and then I got to make sure I can get a good bit rate. And if you have a couple extra bucks. Let's, I mean, let's be honest. If, if you're one of those people who are like, fuck it, I'm not paying for it. You don't care how much money's in the bank. We're not talking to you right now. I'm not talking to you right now. You're never going to fucking change. You are the way you are. Good luck. Hope you never get caught, whatever. But if you're the type of person who's poor and then you have, then you find yourself, you have a couple bucks, especially if you've ever worked in an industry where a lot of it is, hey, can't afford to pay you, but it'll be good exposure. Come do your thing for us. Oh, yes. Yeah. You know, it'll so, be good exposure for you to play to my waitresses. And my fucking dishwashers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And by the way, you have to, even though we're not going to pay you, you have to do all the mar- marketing and promoting and everything else. But anyways, that's, that's, that's. Or a, even worse. another podcast, dude. Come on. You man. pack the play. <laughs> I'm finishing this rant. You pack the place and then you get, oh, well, they're all not here for you. The fuck do you mean they're all not here for us? I can name like every motherfucker standing on the back wall. And on top of that, did you see that you put us second and your bar cleared out after we got off stage? <laughs> yeah. Not that it, not that either of us have experienced this before, but that's beside the point. Oh yeah, you know, sports, <laughs> sports ball. But yeah, just you know, pay the couple extra bucks. But I mean, still, it's I, I think it's bullshit. Didn't they didn't they change the blackout laws? I believe they did to where they don't black out local games anymore if they're not sold out. How much fucking really NFL? Really, you print money basically. You've been a nonprofit for how many fucking years? You really need to do this to your own fans. Buy a ticket. Go see the fucking shitty product. Pay $25 for parking. Walk a mile to the stadium in shitty weather. Spend $10 on a fucking beer. Really? Really? Yeah, the NFL did lift the blackout rule for the 2015 season. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was a, a, a last season was the first season. But there you go. There's, there's, there's a topic that, that I recently got into with someone talking about. It is ridiculously expensive to go to sporting events anymore. Oh, yeah, like... It's to the point where, like, work offers me free tickets. It's like, yeah, tickets are free, but uh, still, I don't feel like dropping a hundred tonight. 
You know? Exactly, exactly. Oh, well, you can park like, in the $5 lot a mile and a half away. Then I gotta walk a mile and a like, fucking half. When someone gives me sports tickets now, I feel like I've been asked to be in their wedding. Like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> like, oh, fuck, this is gonna be $1,000. <laughs> I actually went to the, the last Red Wings game I went to, I managed to get in and out. And I got something to eat. Not at the game. But, but between parking... Getting something to eat with the with the with the person I took, and money I spent at the game, I got out and I only spent seventy five about seventy seventy five bucks, and I thought I got off pretty good. And those tickets were free to me. Yeah, exactly. I was like, I got off pretty light. So, think about that. Now, if I'd have bought the tickets, yeah, if you get free tickets nowadays, it's if you're if you're trying to roll like poor, it's fifty bucks. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, if you're trying to be frugal with your money, it's still a $50 day. That's what I said, you know. It's any sporting event I go to anymore, I get fucking loaded before I go to it. (laughs) Pre-game. Got to preload, baby. That's that's exactly. exactly. Shit, that's been that way for the last 20 years for me. Like, I'll buy a fifth, drink half of it in the parking lot where I bought it, drive to the game, drink the (laughs) other half of the fifth before I walk in. That's the one thing I can say you don't see at Tigers games anymore. Before they got good in 2006, you would go, and you could you would literally be stepping on plastic pints of mohawk, <laughs> just in the aisles because people would sneak the shit in, and no one gave a fuck. Everyone knew what they were doing, but um, and you could smoke you could smoke in the crowd. It was great because there was no one around you for fucking 25 yards in any direction. Who's gonna fucking complain? Nobody. But I mean, not that I did any of that because that's against the rules. And, I, you know, I wouldn't... We're law-abiding citizens yes, on this we are. podcast. We are normal tax-paying citizens. <laughs> but, yeah, man, just the cost of games, and you, I, I, cannot, I cannot fucking believe it. And the cost of everything. That's how come when I went to the last Red Wings game I went to, uh, the friend I took, she was like, you know, you want to get something to eat? And I'm like, yeah, we can hit Lafayette after the game. Yeah. Not a problem. But I'm not... I. Hey, I'm good on my $15, $5 pizza. Yes, thank you. That's a size of a medium. Or are they the same size? No, it's the size of a medium. That's what I thought. (laughs) It's a (laughs) 12-inch. Well, I guess while we're talking about it, at least the Atlanta Falcons, we've mentioned it before, are going to offer the lowest concession prices for Major League Sports teams in 2017. Makes me almost want to go to a Falcons game, and I hate the fucking Falcons because they're in the same division as my Bucks. A bottomless soda, which will come with free and unlimited refills. What do you think? Without looking at the screen. For bottomless? Yeah. Less or more? Fucking two bucks. Two bucks? Two dollars for a bottomless soda, free and unlimited refills. Oh, okay, hold on a second. Same cost as a bottle of water, popcorn, and a pretzel. Slice of pizza, peanuts and fries will be three dollars each. Cheeseburger will be five bucks. Chicken tenders basket will be six bucks. Oh look, we got the whole menu. Three dollar nachos. Well, souvenir for Coca Cola, four dollars. Eat plastic glass. I was gonna say, take yeah. home. Keep till you're thirty-seven. <laughs> Get it when you're 12. Keep, keep till you're married. Your wife goes, why do we have you still? <laughs> $3 waffle fries. Dude, $2. $5 beer. It's Bud Light, but still, $5. Oh, this may be a one-season experiment. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, uh, I think the beer's going back up eventually. Um, yeah. But no, bottomless fucking cup of pop for fucking $2. 
You know the problem is? I got to get up and get it. That's that's the biggest problem I have. I mean, that that is first world problems. We don't know this. Or or, or is is that the thing is there's no more vendors? You got to go get it? Oh, Is that that why it's so cheap? It might actually be it. I didn't think about that. Cutting jobs. Be able to feed a family of four a game for 27 bucks. I mean, for the NFL, that's fucking... That's that's stupid cheap. I've been to Ford Field. That was that was easy. That was a Benjamin. That was dude. Ford Field, two thousand four. I was by myself. Two thousand four when I went and, and saw me and my him. buddy. Not including what I spent on booze before we walked in the door. I want to say we dropped two fifty easy. Wow, two fifty. Uh, Falcons are hoping to make it up uh, on volume. Hey, you know they're what? hoping it'll drive ticket sales. All right, nothing in here about firing all the vendors. Well, you know that's it's funny because I was thinking about this. I was like, okay, is the Fal- are the Falcons that hard up for ticket sales? Uh, it says they've been having a harder time selling seats in the Upper Bowl for its new stadium. The most expensive seats at uh, forty or their forty five grand PSLs on the fifty uh, yard line. Oh, they're sold out. So they've already got their most expensive. They got the forty five grand of pop seats sold out, but they're having a hard time uh, selling tickets in the Upper Bowl. I mean, I could see that Atlanta's kind of like. Atlanta's kind of like New York in the south. Atlanta is pretty much New York in the south. It, it's it's it has its very wealthy areas, but then it's got its real poor areas too. So I could see that in Atlanta. I was just thinking the other day. I've been to Atlanta a whole bunch of times since I've had this new job because Delta's got a hub in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. But I don't think I've been outside of the airport in Atlanta since I was like ten. <laughs> <laughs> like, last last time I drove to Florida when I was married with the ex-wife, she's like. Oh my God, she's driving. She goes, Oh, we're so low on gas and, and I need to use the bathroom. And I'm like, I'm, I was like asleep. That's the only way I'd let her drive. Like, okay. Uh, well, I, I guess just pull over in the next, next place says they have a rest stop, gas station, whatever. So she pulls over. I didn't realize that we're in like Atlanta. We're taking 75 through Atlanta. We're not taking 375 around Atlanta. Get in. Oh, so you're in like the ATL. Yeah. Get out of the car and I'm like, I'll go in. And I go in to get whatever I'm getting, and I'm looking, and I'm like, little plastic roses, shoelaces, socks, 3XL and bigger shirts, Charboy. We're in the hood. Hurry up, yeah. piss, and fill the car. We're getting the fuck out of here. You know you're in the hood when you can buy a new t-shirt at the gas station, dude. <laughs> When they got freshly wrapped t-shirts at the gas station, you are in the hood. And they come in like three sizes, 3X, 4X, 5X. (laughs) They come in two colors, white and black. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit. I'm not even bullshitting. Some of of the... the, Now, these aren't party stores here in Michigan. Here in Michigan, we we call them party stores because you can't buy in the metro Detroit area booze at gas stations unless they're grandfathered in. So that's how come sometimes you see it. But it's an older gas station who's had the, the, the license forever, and they're not giving that shit up. A lot of them up north. Yeah, oh, yeah, up north you can do it. But, <clears throat> excuse me. So we have what we call party stores, which you have to buy your booze and everything. That's where you see a lot of that at. When you go to a gas station that has everything I just named, it's not selling booze, but has a counter selection of glass pieces. And not all of them are for weed. You know you're in the hood, dude. That's like every gas station south of south of fucking uh, Seven Mile at this point. In dude, there's gas stations in Redford, in in Westland, in Wayne. It's yeah, it's 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 like that now, dude. Seriously, there's there's there's, there's it's a just, smoke shop. I was talking with the. Uh, oh, I was trying to explain to my girlfriend. She's from Jersey, you know, and the the whole Mile Road thing, and I'm 
you know, she's been out here almost a year. Like, she's starting to pick up on the mentality of the place, which was, this is funny. I tried, I told her, like, if you're going to find any progressive people, they're in this corner of the state. She's like, what? <laughs> I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, they might be over in Oakland County. I was like, but if there's any progressive people in Michigan, they are nestled in this southeastern corner. She's like, holy shit. These are the progressive people? I'm like, yeah, we might never have to go up north. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Look at the view. Do not express your views. Just look at the view and let's get out of here. Yeah, but uh, I was just trying to explain to her. It's like how all the mile roads have like shifted up from 20 years ago. Like nine miles to new eight mile. Yeah. Eight miles to new seven mile. Pretty much. We're still talking about sports. Oh, yeah, we're talking about Atlanta Falcons. <laughs> so, With cheap we, food. And then we, we got off on, on just hood shit. But, yeah, no. I Hey, you know what? More power to him. I support him. Hey, at least somebody. You have to get a personal loan. You don't have to visit the bank. Well, we know that, one, they're not going to lower their ticket prices. That's not going to happen. I mean, there was a little bit of a stink here locally because the Lions, well, they're the Lions, and they raised their ticket prices. But they raised them the least in 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 a they raised chicken prices for that bullshit. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think like all all over it was like a ten percent price increase on tickets, and fans were bitching, and people were like, "Well, you you don't have a right to bitch," and it's like, yeah, you fucking do, and you know how you we're vote. We're the one paying you, mother, with the wallet. You don't go exactly, exactly. But we won't do that around here. We've proven even even in the fucking own sixteen days, like that's what people don't get around here. Stop. Go if you stop going. But I think we've forgotten that as a society that our wallets are biggest, you know, vote. Yeah, but also sports is made has has learned its lesson. Well, just with anything. Our wallets are biggest vote. Sports has learned its lesson and started turning going to the to the actual game an event. Not necessarily because of the game, but because of everything at the game. You have a fucking Ferris wheel at Comerica Park. You know, you would never see that 50 years ago in a brand new ballpark. It, it was just, you don't go to the ballpark to take to go for rides. Well, dude, I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm not going to lie, there was a few Tiger games in my mid-20s where we were in our seats for like an inning because we were just getting hammered at the bar. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. But I, it was like a big group of us. Women were involved. We were just there to get hammered. Oh, dude. Oh, and there's a baseball game going on. Like, oh, season. Oh, and I had season tickets every fucking time the Red Sox or the Yankees came into town. It was. I was. It, you had people you would never see at the ballpark, and they'd show up. It's the Tigers! And, and, these, and these chicks are decked out like they're going to, like. Like some fucking club, and and these like like douchebag guys are sitting there, and they're just like, hey, hey man, if you're single, summertime, uh, Tiger Game's a good place to pick up, or at least at least have a couple drinks with some strange <laughs> women. Yeah, yeah. If you got a little, if you got a little bit of game, you can, you can, you can, you can have some fun. But that's shows, I needed the loudmouth friend. He'd get us in. <laughs> I was the personality. <laughs> I was just shitty at breaking the ice. So I needed the icebreaker. Here, you get their attention. And I'll slide it with the personality. See, now you're making me think. Maybe the podcast needs to take a field trip. Because <laughs> I just don't give a fuck. So, you know, it, not giving a fuck goes a long way towards breaking the ice. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, yeah, and it was just like 
it was literally, I, I remembered quotes about the L.A. Dodgers, and that was, show up in the third, leave by the sixth, and you pay attention, and you're in your seat for maybe half an inning between those two. And it's like, that's how it was. And oh, We would stand get hammered until people in Comerica Park jackets were going, uh, excuse us, uh, <laughs> trying to close here. Yeah, we, we, we want to go home. We love our families. You need to leave. Yeah. Can't drink anymore. You've drank all the alcohol. Well, they stopped stopped serving it, what, the seventh inning because of that shit? The end of the seventh? Yeah, but that's when you fucking, like, give me, like, four beers. Oh, no, they put a cap on it, dude. Oh, you can't do that shit anymore? I think you can. When I was going, it was like, hey, man. Oh, the Hurricanes? Yeah, we used to get, like... No, I just compare... No, but, no, we learned to stagger it. It was like, all right, last calls in half an hour. It's like every five minutes, just go get two beers. (laughs) (laughs) Straight up. You know, by the end... You really were not paying attention to anything going on on the field, were you? (laughs) Dude, like, man, I'm telling you, from, like, 23 to, like... 28 i got hammered like it's my fucking job uh, didn't we all though i mean when at the point it was, i referred to it at the time of my life when i was on the seven day plan with the bar we knew where there was a beer special or a ladies night every fucking night of the week yeah that's i'm not gonna get into that but i yeah i understand how that goes oh man. believe me i've 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 been there a few times so much money it just spent like <laughs> until I was back to I was delivering pizzas. So it, it just I'll, I'm working tomorrow. I'll make more. Got the money in my pocket now. But when I first moved back to Michigan too, and I still had some money in the bank for my radio job. Because when we started this band, we all had good jobs that we quit <laughs> to be in the band. But it was still the first couple months. It was we'd all go to the car, the bar, and throw down our debit cards and just be like. I got the first hundred. You got the next hundred. It was like that kind of shit. Well, see how you guys didn't. How you don't have like eight illegitimate children? I don't know. If I had that much money to oh, throw around, simple. when you no, when you're that sloppy drunk, no one wants to talk to you. And your dick don't work anyway. <laughs> like, <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. That's the thing. We were like a fucking eight-legged monster, just <laughs> loud, obnoxious. Someone got us home. Usually wasn't me. I got you. No, no Uber in those days. No, man, dude. I can't imagine if. The first thing I thought when I took an Uber, where was this when I was 21? <laughs> How many of my friends would not have DUIs if this shit would have been around? Most. <laughs> yeah. We're not talking about sports again. We're talking about drinking like it was a sport. Well, I mean, hey, man, it's sports and it's a sports lifestyle. It's part of the well, lifestyle, came from talking it? about just getting hammered at Tigers games. Well, I mean, but isn't that part of the lifestyle, though? I mean, that's really what they sell you. When you turn on the TV, it's not it's not fucking commercials for higher education between innings. I <laughs> know. Uh, you know, it's, hey, here's the car, and here's, you know, the, the, the booze, and here's this, and here's that. I mean, we've taken a beer and put tequila in it. I mean, it's not uniquely American, but we have, like, peanut butter and chocolate, sports and partying. What what is what is a Super Bowl party? No one fucking half the people at the Super Bowl party don't watch the game. Oh hell no! It's just a reason to party. Yeah, they watch. That's the first and last football game they're watching that season. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, sidetracking again, but I gotta share this. Yesterday, I'm at this the beer store. I'm buying a six pack and I'm looking in the cooler. But I hear this dude come in and I hear him ask. I need your tallest bottle of Jägermeister. And all I could think of is like, dude, I want to fast forward 24 hours and then come back to right now and be like, this is where it all went wrong. I just was thinking like, man, I wonder is just what is about to happen. And it's like, I wanted to just follow that guy and just see what was about to happen. 
I can't lie back in back in my uh, my drinking days. Like, is this story gonna end with somebody pregnant in jail? Well, that's what we used to say. We, Both. We would. It, it wasn't a party until someone got in a fight, something got broken, and someone got knocked up. <laughs> then it was a bash, and I went to more than a few bashes in my lifetime. <laughs> so, I, yeah, I've, I've I have had some some nights where like in my drinking days where I go to the liquor store and I'd be like, you know, put my just ridiculous amount of beer up there and be like, and I'm going to need a fifth of this and a pint of this and a pint of this. People behind me, damn, where the party at? I'm like, no party. Just it's don't have to work tomorrow. It's a quiet Friday <laughs> night in. You know what? It's hockey night in Canada tonight. It's a double yeah. header. I got to make sure I got enough. Dude, I'm just as a former consumer of Jägermeister, I was just like, oh, like I heard that. I was like, oh, man, you know, shit is about to go down. It's like, no, no, I, no, no, not the fifth. I need, I need the one with the handle. Yeah. I, I need a leader. The novelty one that you're really not supposed to sell, but <laughs> I'm telling you money's no object. Yeah, pretty much. Those are, oh, God. I don't miss the next days of those. Let's put oh, it that way. Dude, yeah, I had another, I, I had a day like that Saturday. Like, I found these beers that were like 12%, and I drank three of them, and I stayed up a little bit too late than I should have because I had to get up a little too early for a flight. <laughs> And I woke up in that twilight of I'm not drunk, but I'm not hungover. You're in so the middle, I, yeah. I was just fucked up. My stomach was like the whole time. I just felt like I was going to vomit. I just hair the dog did, man. Hey, ho- the only place no one will look down on you for drinking is 7 in the morning, an airport bar. No, I, was in, I got upgraded on both my flights. So it was first class. I just had a nice comfy seat. So you just bring them? Put the cold air on my face. Because <laughs> <laughs> I took... Cause I, I, I bought a thing of Tums, and I just ate, like, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Still feeling like shit. I was like, there's only one way out of this. Well, two ways. I was like, I'm not hurling in the airport, but in the airplane bathroom. I was like, God, so we're taking the other way out. You don't want to put your face where they hermetically seal someone's ass to it? It's just screwdrivers. Let's go. Did you... You know what? This story for off air, but I was just like, how the fuck did you get to your destination once you got... From the airport to your destination. A cab? Oh, old lady picked me up. Oh, oh, you're on your way home. Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, okay, I was on okay. way home. I was yeah, on your yeah, way yeah. to somewhere. Oh, no, yeah, I was coming back. Like, I can imagine you just pissy drunk. Just like, I am here to pick up my rental car. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> sir. <laughs> it don't work that way. <laughs> I'm sure that's had to happen to them. Why do you. <laughs> why do you smell like Bob Probert in the 80s? <laughs> Oh shit! Oh, man. All right, all right, all right. We have we have derailed. We went. See, this is what. Just, okay, just a little behind the scenes for anyone who actually gives a fuck. We're actually in studio together for the first time in a long time, and this is what the fuck happens with us. And I'm bone sober, so I can't even I can't even chalk it up to I'm drinking or I'm high or something. So this oh, is man. bad because we have derailed completely off of sports, man. Oh yeah, sports was like sports. What's the name of this place? Sports was just twenty minutes ago. <laughs> Thanks, Porgy. We're not talking about sports anymore. Hey, you ever had an orgy? You know? Yeah. <laughs> we talk all the sports. <laughs> we talked all the sports we want to talk. Yeah, this was definitely a uh, sports and lifestyle episode. Yeah, well, you know, casual sports fans. We sure should kept it casual. If you enjoy this show and want more people to know about it, head on over to iTunes, leave a comment, and rate it five stars. Make sure you like and share us on Facebook, and don't forget to follow us on Twitter. Just search for Christopher Media. Thank you in advance for supporting Christopher Media by clicking on the PayPal button and by clicking through to all the sponsors who support ChristopherMedia.net. Most importantly, we would like to take the time to extend an extra special thanks to you. Christopher Media could not exist without your support. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net, and thank you for listening.
Christopher Media. Let's make some noise. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net.